At Morgan Stanley, old school hard work meets bold new thinking. At 88 years old, we still see the world with the wonder of new eyes, helping you discover untapped possibilities and relentlessly working with you to make them real. Old school grit, new world ideas. Morgan Stanley. To learn more, visit morganstanley.com slash why us. Investing involves risk. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber, all back at post nine of the New York Stock Exchange. Stocks trading a little heavy ahead of Powell, day one on the hill, although his prepared remarks are out. Meanwhile, UK inflation runs hot, core CPI at a three-decade high. Our roadmap begins with the macro picture. Powell is set to testify, and FedEx sales fall short, but says e-com is on the upswing. Plus, of course, we're watching that EV race. We're going to hear what Ford CEO Jim Farley told Jim that is our gem about why he didn't hesitate to team up with Tesla for that charging partnership. And keep an eye on housing mortgage rates. They're flat, but those home builder stocks, well, they are still on a tear. Let's begin with Powell headed to the Hill this morning. The Fed chair kicking off two days of testimony on the economy. Today, it's House Financial Services. Tomorrow, Senate Banking. In his remarks, he does say nearly all FOMC participants believe it is appropriate to raise rates, quote, somewhat further, adding there's still a long way to go to get inflation down to the Fed's 2 percent target. They says, Jim, the banking system is resilient uh, and that this pause is expected to be temporary. Well, I think that he was trying to make no news. We knew that Austin Goolsby was uh, softer, uh, that Bullard wants to be more data dependent, and everybody else is just saying bring on the hikes. Uh, so I, I think what he's trying to do, and David, you know when you make the, the testimony, you're trying to be pretty neutral. It's in the questions yes. where he's called in to say, are you trying to throw us in recession? Well, There's also like talk about always like the plutocrats. The plutocrats do well under your regime, so... Yeah, and the questioning does go off into areas that are not of great interest, perhaps to some of our viewers, or right. at least when it comes to the market impact of his right. comments. Not that it's not interesting to hear him opine on whatever it might be, uh, but housing they want to or up. affordable housing or right. who knows where they would will go with the questions. But I, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, Carl, when I think about what the problem is, of course, we don't have enough homes. I was good to see 1.6 on the starts. But if he starts talking about, look, um, we're worried about student loans, okay? I, I think that someone could say they should be, they shouldn't charge them interest or they, 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 they should be suspended. So then you get in this, this, this kind of moment where he's caught in some sort of crossfire and then he says something wrong and the market goes down. Right. Uh, you mentioned student loans, by the way. It is official. Uh, Department of Education says those yes. will restart uh, in October. Um, $14 billion. Interesting, Jim. I, I guess the question will be about Fed politics, as we discussed yesterday, whether or not there's, there was some kind of horse trading with the Hawks to get a pause, but reassurances that the dots would go higher, and, and, and whether that, that's a good look or not. Yeah, look, I think you, there's another way to look at that meeting, which is there couldn't be a consensus to let's not do anything. I really feel this. I mean, I didn't feel this way when it, when it happened, but I just look at the disparity of where people are. And I think that it's probably worth saying, you know what, this is, we got to sort this out. Let's take some time to sort it out, as opposed to, hey, look out, we're going to have a recession. Um, we mentioned the U.K. And by the Ooh, way, I mean, different. it's possible that 
they bring this up, that the United States is basically alone in getting their policy rate above core CPI. Uh, UK core 7.1, uh, they're nowhere near it. Uh, uh, and I mean, you got stagflation fears rising up again in, in, in at least the UK. I think so. I, I do not like the initial take that I keep hearing. Which is, well, he was late. He was late. I mean, no, come on. I mean, he's got it more right than anyone in the world. David, we're the great. You know, our stock market is the best, right? And it's the, it's our best is great. What does that mean? No, it's, it's doing the best. Well. It's doing the best. No, I just. What, like, what? Well, is that, well. a, is that just well. a, a. OK, doing well. Yeah. I'm yeah. given to hyperbole. Okay. You know that. No, uh, yeah, I'm uh, aware. But but I just. Just think a little, that, really. You know. Like, why? Why doesn't he get credit for anything he's done as opposed to what he did say in 2021? You really feel like he doesn't get any credit? No. I'll be at someone this morning to doing the usual whining. He was late. <laughs> oh, my. He, he was, was late. late. You weren't a believer either. You were the you well, were like inflation is, you know, you were using the transitory word. I remember you and I having okay, those arguments. I got one word when for we were you. back in EC. I got one word for you. NVIDIA. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't hit him on that. No, no. It's just that's it's, that's it's, 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 it was up for it was like someone said it was it's doing well. Do you, do you know that Snowflake, I had, I had Frank Slootman on when I was in Santa Barbara, and I was trying to get him to say something positive, and he wouldn't. He directly contradicted me. I said, but isn't the, the long-term good? He goes, Jim, the near-term is bad. I mean, but, but did you see he's sitting down with Jensen Wong at a fireside? I did not. Bye. Well, today, I need him. Goes to 216 on o- snow. Off of yeah. the fireside chat. What are they going to chat about, Jim? Does it really matter? Why do you ask for so much granularity? Uh, what's amazing is that Bill McDermott had that fireside chat with Jensen, and that was the beginning of the service now run. So what happens if, if Frank stands by his negative call? And does it still matter that Jensen's there? Hmm. It's interesting. So the new way to get your stock up is simply to go have a little powwow with Jensen Wong. Well, that's what, if you had listened to his initial talk, he said that Oracle was an early adopter. Mm-hmm. No one seemed to listen un- until the quarter. Right. And then, boom, we found out, yep, meetings. By the way, when I was with Jensen, he, the first person he talked about having meetings is... Zuckerberg. Jeez, he's so good. Who's over there in Europe right now. Can you imagine what that's like with the regulars? Uh, Marcus Zuckerberg is in Europe meeting yeah, with the regulars. Right. Yeah, What's that's, that like? That's, that's got to be hard. As we've met, said many times, their uh, privacy, they're ahead of the U.S. in terms of um, the evolution what, of their what, rulemaking, perhaps. the Q&A, what do you think that's like? I don't know. We'll see. TikTok. What TikTok's about TikTok? Bad. TikTok's bad. No, I'm just saying. TikTok is bad? I would stick with that, given the fact that, well, what did our... What did our you read the, the, there was an interesting journal story about TikTok. Did you see that, Jim, about all these brands that have to pivot almost immediately and or can can create new products based in part off of what they're seeing on TikTok. Well, there you go. Um, it's like a billion-person focus group. Meanwhile, the move to ban TikTok, at least in Congress, is basically back on the back burner. Yeah, yeah, Montana was all alone there. I know. What happened to that? That was hot they, uh, well, for a while. Well, Durbin told the, was that either the Times or the Journal yesterday, it's all about AI now. Well, right? see, I find that, that Montana was extremely absurd and irresponsible. Oh, no, that's she talking about Biden. I mean, you know, Biden did something that was really amazing. He he said that he was a dictator, right? But he left out for life. Was that like a concession? Well, whose life? Well, 
And it was interesting. <laughs> the, the line was, he was referencing the balloon. That's right. what the president was talking right. about. And that it got off course, and she didn't know what had happened. And his line was, uh, that's embarrassing for dictators when yeah. they don't know what happened. I think the embarrassing thing was probably more, but that's what I got under his skin. It did have, what he said, two busloads full of spy equipment. Oh, how about the spies in Cuba? How's that? Uh, these are all issues. And by the way, this is still number one uh, when you talk to CEOs. It's sort of AI now, generative AI, what it will either help our, how it will help our business or how it may displace us and right. China. They, they continue to be sort of, I would argue, one and two in the, in the minds of I, I agree with leaders yeah. of organizations and or uh, the board, certainly, in terms of, especially for multinational companies, totally. but even for ones that aren't. Totally. Uh, speaking of multinationals, uh, Jim, of course, fresh back from Ford in the Motor City. This is what Jim Farley told him about the EV industry last night on MAD. The only way we are going to transform this country into a sustainable EV industry is going to be working together. Dividing people is not going to work. Oh, what an amazing day of coverage you had, Jim. Oh, I'm thank serious. You. It was really, really Including my, my rag doll in the truck. Uh, <laughs> yes. You see that? I haven't in yet. The- no. Sorry. I will. I'll watch. Here, here it comes. All right, here we go. Here, watch how I handle this. I am. Where are you in the back? Nobody the can front. handle this better than I can. This is me. I'm a front seat driver. When you see this, you'll know exactly how cool I really am. Okay. Maybe we have. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Serpentine. It was Alan Arkin. Yes. There it was. Oh, you this look- is where I'm really cool. Oh, you look like. There's a. <laughs> face. No, no. <laughs> Driving a tad rapidly, aren't you? There, there's a moment where he says, we got to warm the wheels. Says, oh, yeah, warm the wheels. I mean, I mean, who knows what this stuff is? Did, yeah. you, you didn't. I said, are we you're gonna, okay? How was well, your digestive I said at one system point, after that? There's, I gonna, noticed there's no video of you getting out of the car. <laughs> no, no, no. And there's no video of the, of the muffin that I had earlier. <laughs> Wait, th- did the muffin go this way? No, too? I did. It's one of those things you do, like when you've had too much, it's like, <laughs> pretend that it doesn't come up. But I will tell you this, the whole time I thought it was going to die. <laughs> I actually at one point said, looked like I kind of, at one point I said, you do know how to do this, right? I mean, he's a CEO. Yeah. How do I know? He, know? he knows how to drive, clearly. Yeah. But yeah. I want to talk about Musk for a second, because okay. David, yes. he watched your doc. It wasn't a doc. Wait, well, you're- I did a doc on ExxonMobil, but I did an interview okay. with Elon Musk. He watched your interview, Thank right? you, yes. A lot and- of people did, thankfully. Well, you didn't need, that's just a gratuitous mention. You're right. Okay. Um, but he was concerned about how messianic, like, you know, Musk is really about, uh, to some degree, domination, even though, of course, he did the charging thing. But what I thought was great was he said, Musk is about machines. He's about love of cars. The love of cars versus the love of the process. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, he's more in tune with what the customer wants than Musk. I thought that was very interesting. It is. You, you worked to get him to address Musk, and actually, you got, you got to it. Take a listen. America loves an underdog. And, and we, we, are, we are the market leader for EV trucks and vans. And, and we know those customers better than anyone. Well, and, it, and if he wants to design a Cybertruck for Silicon Valley people, fine. Okay, he described it as a Lamborghini. He goes, that Cybertruck's going to be a Lamborghini. 
Which, you know, is a $450,000 Lamborghini. I mean, yeah. But he just, it's not even a copy. He, he sees it as a niche product. He really does, right? Oh, yeah. not, it's just not important at all. Yeah. But he has, he has total respect and awe. I got the sense they get along. Mm-hmm. But where the difference is, is he likes the dealer network. He, he likes the dealer network. Yeah, he right, feels he's right. more in touch. Yep. And that matters because he's dealing with small, medium-sized business. Because it's the F-150 or the yeah. F-150 Lightning that defines that. Um, I mean, Musk told me that, listen, Cybertruck's going to be here soon, so we'll get some sense in terms of its ability to penetrate the market. Here I am standing in front of it on May 16th. Why are you in this? This is my segment. Sorry. Give me one in front of the the Mustang. Yeah, that was was there. And then then Musk talked about it. He obviously is a big believer in it. But you're right. It's a... It's a different looking thing. They had to come up with an entirely new manufacturing process yeah. to create that car. Were, were you able to get or inside? Or not car. I looked inside. I was not able to st- uh, sit inside. I know. baited him, Jim, repeatedly. And in the, in the factory. Say it ugly. I needed the sound bite. I tried to get a sound bite against Princess Bride even. No. no yeah. Really. I should add in the, in, in the plant as well, you can't see that part where they're making mm. the truck. It's much wow. more difficult. Whereas you can look at them making every other. I was I was out, allowed all access oh, as really? I had to the F- you had a backstage F-35. pass. Oh no, I was I was there, but I couldn't take pictures. There were things I couldn't take pictures of. By the way, the Broncos are coming off the line, and they're all sold. You can see sold, sold. Didn't you tweet a picture? Of, you said you like this Bronco. Too bad it's sold. It's sold. That was a sold Bronco. They're all sold. Everyone. So what does it all mean? Give me the big picture what are you here. Like, existential? Yeah, I want to get existential. I mean, first of all, said, do we have enough lithium, cobalt, and nickel to actually make all this stuff happen? We still have to go to the Chinese, but then we won't soon. Right now, yes, the dependence is there, but we're going to make it. We're Ford's going to make it in North America. Meanwhile, uh, Musk met with Modi yesterday. Yeah. Uh, he says that India is pressing him to make a significant investment in that country. He says he's a fan. Well, I mean, and by the way, even as Larry Fink tells Nikkei today that international investors are trying to get out of China, maybe buy some Japan, uh, as capital flight in China is beginning as a story. Well, yeah, but FedEx didn't say that. FedEx says we're still, and we can go into FedEx, but that China's still very important as a part of commerce, and they're actually the fact that it's depressed is negative for FedEx because it's really part of the world that we have to have going. I think the India Musk thing, I was shocked that Tesla isn't up more today because we kind of have a new catalyst every day. Be. It could be. It's interesting. Musk, of course, only what a month ago met with Macron, he meets with Modi. I mean, he meets with all these heads of state who are encouraging him to come do business in their countries. Well, he's a nation state in himself. He, he, he is. It just goes to the Look at that. to the significance that he has on the world stage, not to mention, of course, Starlink still, which plays such a vital role in Ukraine's efforts right. to defend itself and actually on the counteroffensive against the yeah. Russians right now. We don't talk about the war very much, do we, anymore? I, I wish it's we horrible, did. horrible war. But, you know, weird. Did you see the error in the defense budget that's going to allow us to send more weapons? I mean, it's like, why do we need an error to send more weapons? Hey, let's have more errors. This is like good versus bad. Yeah. I mean, Putin's a dictator. And that's not irresponsible. Uh, yeah, I mean, the cover of Foreign Affairs yesterday is all about how this is going to end right. and whether or not 15 months of fighting, neither side has demonstrated an ability to put this to no. an end, no. even with help. It just We just don't know. I'll tell you what was interesting. It was, it was an excellent interview with Kissinger on Bloomberg. Turns 100, who obviously is clear-headed in almost every amazing. Yeah. And he just says, look, if we don't negotiate with China, we're going to have a war. I mean, we have to do what we're doing. I mean, 
uh, really rather amazing. I thought that his view, I mean, this is a man who was in charge of foreign policy with Nixon. Nixon. I think now, most of our viewers don't even know who China Nixon was is. a very important part of Kissinger's life, though, in many ways, including Kissinger Associates, which focused on Ping China Pong. and and um, and helping advise corporations in their yeah. dealings in that country. So. Right. But there's no, I mean, if China aligns itself with Russia, well, whatever. Uh, Very we, impressive. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot to get to today. Uh, ahead of Powell in about 45 minutes, we'll get to FedEx under some pressure this morning in reaction to the guidance there uh, and uh, the discussion about some freight margins being down for the year. We'll get to some calls as well on Disney, Spotify, Adobe, Uber, Tesla, and more. Don't go away. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. All right, let's get to a mad dash. We've got uh, about eight, a little over eight and a half minutes or so before we start trading here at the New York Stock Exchange. Amazon, one of the magnificent seven, as we like to say. And by the way, we're going to introduce our new new index a little later. Just sort of fun. Yeah. Now, David, before my father passed, you know what he thought was the best thing that ever happened on TV? The greatest stock ever. Oh, God. He liked the Amazon doc because people talked about how it was like slavery to work for. Remember, he said, my dad turned to me, he goes, the 13th Amendment doesn't apply to Amazon. And said, he was still sharp, okay? 92, and he, had the th- he loved it. We sat there and we were riveted. Well, one of the reasons why we're riveted is because they are America's greatest retailer. They are going to improve with profitability, which is you know, difficult because they've been, you know, they lose a lot of money on actual delivery. I was speaking to FedEx, I said, you know, the, the good business is delivering hub and spoke. The bad business is fulfillment. Right. But, David... First time ever I've seen this. Some of the parts, $150. Break up? I mean, other people have talked about it. You know that. Who's who's the research? What's the research? Who, what? This is Jeffries. All right, Jeffries. I mean, AWS alone, although it's slow in growth. Well, that's the problem. The question becomes, what's the multiple on that? I don't know what you pay for the retail business. Uh, frankly, I don't, you know, that it's not a high multiple business. It doesn't I, make any money. No, and that they make money on Prime. But I think if you don't have Amazon Web Services and advertising doing well, yeah. and my chapel just owns this, but it's, it's you you got to see Amazon Web Services. Like, Amazon Web Services is going like this. It's going down, 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 down. You need to growth see. Rate, growth rate, a, no, growth rate. You need to see AI bring it back up. Yeah. Well, we're probably right there. Yeah. Look at that. Is that fabulous? And Beautiful. I don't want to be right there if we're still got lower. Go. Understood. By the way, 150 on a some of the parts does not make me think that that's worth pursuing. No. That's not enough of a premium. No, but, but we'll like if he the, says 300 bucks Jeffrey, on a, price, some of the parts, the price you're like, All right, 150. You know. I mean, yeah. 150. Do you push it really hard? 150. And by the way, 
I know some people in Bentonville, Arkansas, who would argue with your characterization of the greatest retailer in the United I States. I think that's important. And I think that there's a lot of feeling, David, that this company has to do something major. They don't want to. They think that it's all systems go, and they fired 27,000. They fired expensive people, okay, at headquarters. But they are adamant that there's re- they really don't need to do anything other than keep doing what they're doing. And don't forget, Prime Day's coming up. So, I mean, you might want to wait to buy, like, new shoes and stuff. Okay, I do need some new shoes, and I will wait. Thank you for that advice. No problem. The things you learn here. We got an opening bell just a few minutes away. Of course, remember, you can catch us anytime and anywhere by listening to and following the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. As David mentioned a moment ago, with big tech uh, in rally mode, CNBC is now out with our new Magnificent 7 Index which consists of Tesla, NVIDIA, Microsoft, Apple, Alphabet, Amazon, and Meta. All components are equal weighted, Jim. Um, And it actually got the attention of Goldman today as Costin recommends hedging some of this rally. Yeah, and David does raise some good points because uh, some of these stocks just seem to go up. uh, It's like they're levitating. And David, yesterday, when the market was really hideous, Tesla and NVIDIA were still up. Right. The buyers just didn't let it come in as if, like, I've got to get it now before it's up 10. Uh, and that worked that way. I mean, that's what, now, yesterday was only you and Brenner and Stephen Queen. By the way, the only two who lived. I mean, a lot of people feel Robert Vaughn lived. He didn't live. He didn't live. Robert Vaughn didn't No, Robert Vaughn did not live. Okay. Uh, I have not watched the movie in quite some time, if ever. So, If ever. That's very definitive. <laughs> but the idea is, is that these people came and they rode to town and they saved really good people. Uh, and then they were almost all killed against the banditos. And well, there you go. Only yesterday. Who would, the, who would the banditos be in this market, Jim? The shorts? The shorts. Short sellers? Ah. Right. Of which, by the way, when you read this, uh, costume piece, which is great piece. It, they do talk about how it's just very crowded. That's term weird. Right. Uh, downside protections kind of cheap right now. Wasn't that interesting? Uh, positioning, maybe not the tailwind that it was a month ago. I mean, they still, they're not calling for, actually, in fact, they're one of the lowest on the street in terms of recession odds. Well, what was strange was that they had just, go, this is not cost and did it, but they had just gone up before what they thought the S&P would do. But they still stuck by 4,700 out, yeah. out, which was very different from Wilson. Uh, but now, I called, I called it Magnificent Seven. There are people who claimed in research that they had it earlier. I actually don't think when you have seven, it's not like you, you kind of dirty dozen. You know, right. Code. No, it's seven. seven. I'm giving you full credit. Coburn, by the way, was the coolest. Coburn? James Coburn. James Coburn, yeah. James Coburn. Nice. James Coburn was always the coolest. I, I think of Yule whenever I think of the Oh, Yule was amazing. Do you have a favorite of this Magnificent Seven, Jim? I guess you do. I know what it is. Well, Why did I even Queen, ask? Stephen Queen is NVIDIA. So NVIDIA. Okay. Uh, absolutely. You ever go down Why would I even street? ask that question? Stephen Queen. I have seen the great escape quite a few times. Throws the ball. Yeah, throws the ball. You know, he does. He throws the ball, but it hits the floor. 
Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Let's get the opening bell here and the CBC Real-Time Exchange at the big board. It is electric and gas company PSEG celebrating its 120th anniversary at the NASDAQ. Structure Therapeutics, a biopharma focused on metabolic and pulmonary conditions. Well, what's interesting is that Dice was a very speculative stock. It got a bid from Lilly, and Lilly's stock climbed on it because it's immunological. So watch these. I mean, there are lots of, of drug companies that have just been moribund. They pick off these little companies, and people call in on the lighting rounds. So it turns out, wow, I mean, that's just a really good company. You just didn't know about it. The home builders are down there. What is that? Um, is that allowed? I don't know. We do have, what, KB Homes coming up? This going to report? Yeah. We don't want that to upset the apple cart. Would it? It, it could. I mean, it's, it's Florida and California mostly. People say the Florida market is cool, David. That's six months in a day. Maybe running clock, maybe ticking away. On terms of people moving there and living there to avoid taxes yes. other places. Yes. Mean. I know a lot I don't, of six well, What do you mean the clock may be ticking on that? Well, Why? because the word is, is that uh, they got some figures saying that 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 is played out, that everybody who's going to do the six Everybody's going to move for tax purposes has already done so? It's kind petering out. I see. And we'll hear, might hear from that from KB Homes, although the people who have a KB Home are typically not the people who have enough money to do the six in a day. Right. There has been some work done uh, after yesterday's data on completions getting, picking up. That basically, the read is that parts and labor may be a little bit easier to come by. Well, I hope so, because we went from 1.3 to 1.6. We need 2 million. We need to go back to where we were in the 60s and if we don't, then Powell's in a jam here because it's just this chain. Rent's too high. Homes. Are, see, I think people don't realize that he's upset that homes have gone up 40 percent since 2019. That is outrageous. How many? This is not. This is not cream cheese and, and soup where people right. live. David, I understand that. Um, You've mentioned many, many times the run on the home builders. You've also talked about it in terms of how it figures into inflation and the Fed's thinking about things, but. What's going to bring this move to an end? What Carl just said, they have to have a surfhead of everything put up. I mean, there was a long time where they were... The inventory we know is just remains low every time we, we talk to any of well, any of the CEOs from these companies. Okay, so Doug Yearly, whom I regard as just a brilliant guy, they're not building a home unless they have a bar. I mean, which is incredible. You know, the home builders, what they used to do is put up like 10,000 homes and say, oh, I hope that the Fed doesn't raise rates. They don't do that anymore. And you know what? I, Bob, the late Bob Toll, who was such a great guy, but I was interviewing him once, and in the middle of the interview, he said, you know, Jim, you ought to buy one of these units. And I'm like, I go home to my wife, and say, listen, we got to buy one of these. It's like double within, it was in Brooklyn. Double. That, within, that's a very nice development, the one down by the water there. Yeah, gorgeous. very, very nice you place to be. You could have gotten those for a song. Really? Yeah. No. But no. Wish I had. No, you just, it was incredible, the value there. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, it's, everything's a value. By the way, my, my daughter bought a Bronco, and it's one year old, and they said that she could probably make more money if she sold it than she paid for it. Like, make a profit off used Really? Car. Yeah. So no more the days where you drive it off the lot and then it depreciates by a quarter. I was thinking the same thing. When you drive a Bronco off the lot, the price goes up. I mean, this is the problem with much of America is that there's a shortage of what? I just was thinking of you in the front seat with Farley again. How could I not? I mean, when my neck snapped. I want to focus on that face. Do we that have you that? Were any pictures again of a, when he my after head like just the being second? A, can we freeze it? The, can we freeze yeah. it? the look of horror. L- the right. second. Uh, How about this? Where he said that this tire, the smoke tires have to warm up. Like I knew what I was talking about. Well, 
we thought we had it. We could have it. You never know. Well, well it's never going away. I'm no. gonna. Whenever I want to laugh, I'm gonna just roll it. <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna do that to me. And what was with the wet? He had to go on the wet track. Like they wetted it, watered it down. I mean, I didn't deserve that. All right, here's wait. Let's. All right, here's Jim getting in. That's now. the Mustang. Helmet but that's safety, safety first. That's an ice engine. Okay, it's right. not an E. All right, here we go. Now we're going now. fast there. That's. There. That's not See, that. Not I yet. Was, not yet. No, I yeah, still cool. Yeah, you're no, you're oh, a little right, uncertain there. right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> that was that second <laughs> Forgot about the camera. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Yeah, I didn't know there was a camera on me. And <laughs> this is not funny anymore. I'm sorry. No, now All I'm right. asking, please cut it out. <laughs> just like, it's just what? a really bad ride. You know, it's a fur. It's a one of those you <laughs> where it's like a really bad roller coaster where you think it just kind of Pharaoh or Pharaoh's Fury. There's a lot of Pharaoh's Fury that. You know, when you do a test a flight in like an F-16, the they try to make the media sick. I think yeah. that's what Farley was doing. Oh, he was. Us. He was not going to, until he saw actual food, food spew <laughs> from my mouth, like like Reagan, right? Remember in The Exorcist? Until my face turned green and I was like rolling around. He was, you know, he was really trying to do it. He was trying to jar me. And I love the fact that he, that he got the tires hot. What the hell is that? Hot tires? And then he said that a Tesla couldn't do a hot tire. Mm. That was meant for you. Ah. Okay. He's, he thought Faber and Musk versus yes, Kramer yes, yes. and Farley. He equates David with Elon. Oh, yeah. Their yeah, me and Elon, together. we're like this now. <laughs> we're like this. Oh, look, he's texting me again. I can't get him to stop. Stop texting you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Jim, FedEx, we haven't really gotten to it. Um, the story about whether or not costs, cost efficiency is enough at this point. I think it is. I'm surprised. You know, the stock was down 10 and then down 15. And now it's barely down, and that's because they've never had a situation where volumes were down and margins increase. Which means, David, if you think that there's any chance that the economy picks up, number one name. And they are in the process of integrating ground and express. Wasn't that amazing? Both here and in Canada as well, but in particular here. It's kind of a years-long effort. Well, there's but, only they used to have seven people on the conference call. Now it's like, boom, go right through the call. And Raj, Subramanian, one of the things that, that he was saying was, okay, look, UPS strike? No, we're not going after anyone. But if you do want to be with us, UPS strike, then you're going to have to commit to a long-term contract. So oh, can you imagine? Although the numbers, again, the stock is barely down. The numbers d- did not hit estimates, at least. Oh, David. Right? What? Uh, you, you can continue with your small thinking. Oh, that's what? fine. Just no, I, I actually meant that. Uh, I'm just kidding. But if you go through, read between the lines. Yes. What's incredible is they had planes, and you used to talk about this all the time. I did. They had MD-11s. And I asked like the younger people in my in my office, does anyone know what an MD is? McDonald Douglas. Yeah, doctor. Yeah, yeah McDonald Douglas. Yes, remember that's that? Of course I remember plane. that. Jeez. That deal, did that deal go through now? Uh, no. Uh, I don't Do you see the Laura Martin on Disney? Uh, I did, it's but wait, before we it? finish up with yeah. FedEx. Yeah, let's go back to FedEx. Um, yes, we used to talk about it basically being a, a fat airline. Right. Well, it's no longer. He's retiring. By the way, the number of people being laid off and the, the cost savings. Yeah. Come up, billions. Billions. So I think the idea that the stock was down 10 was just stupid because what that refused, what people didn't understand is it's a margin story. It has always been a margin story. It'll always be a margin story. And the margins went up on volumes down, which is extraordinary. There you go. So then you project the UPS strike in there. He only wants you to commit long, but he will get them because you can't obviously do business 
with UPS if they're on strike. But they're not. No. Not yet. No. By the way, the automakers, look out. The guy who runs UAW, he is talking about it's time, you know, that the, it's time to get the fat cats. And Bill Ford has some comments. Chairman of Ford saying no, and uh, we don't like that kind of talk. And uh, Farley obviously said, look, our culture's not like that. But look out. He's spending a lot of time with John Deere. Now, we know Deere to the strike. Okay, you've moved from UPS to the automakers in terms of the threat of a strike, is what you're saying? Well, I just was trying to move things along. No, I get it. I just want to make sure I'm keeping up. No, look, FedEx is, I'm talking about, when you take a strike, the other guys win. Now, in UAW, they'll strike everybody. But this UPS strike could be, if it happens, if it could happens. be unique. Because what, what Raj Subramanian is saying is, on the call, I'm not, we're not targeting these people. But then he does say there's lots of calls. And that's, if you call and you have a long-term contract with UPS, he's not going to let you do a short-term contract with FedEx and go back to UPS. So he's but going, they haven't taken any business so far, it doesn't seem. There's no said, sense that, right, there's been a real change in market correct. shares as a result of customers worrying about a strike correct. at UPS. But it was a call unlike any other FedEx call, just a couple people on it. Remember it was, used to be, it was like the Magnificent Seven was on the call. Now it's just Raj who's tough as nails and really good at what he does. Interesting. Um, your point about uh, upside economic activity, I see uh, KKR's uh, McVeigh says investors are not well positioned for an unexpected bounce in economic activity right now. Well, if you want to be, if you want to be there, FedEx is the way to go. I mean, I cannot believe, I remember there were times, David, you know this, when the revenues would be down and they would lose a ton of money. Yes. And now, hey, that's you're right. That's the important slow point, and that's fine. what the activists were after. There uh, right. was cut costs, cut costs, cut costs, and obviously Fred Smith is the era. Is the Smith era over? Is it really over? I mean, well, era. I can't even call that. Is and that's the man a great question. Created, founded. You know. Well, he got them up to where they took a lot of share from you. When he started, UPS had like eighty percent share. He's still the chairman. Even. Yeah, yeah. And I think that Fred totally, I don't know this, I've not spoken, I, I revere Fred, but Fred gave him the hand of which he said, listen, you know what the problems are, yep. and go do it. I mean, this is different. There are CEOs who kind of hang out, and, and chairmen who hang out and second guess. Yep. This is not one of them. Fred Smith is not going to talk, he'd sooner talk about the Falcons. Right. You know what? He owns part of it. No, his son is the coach. Oh, his son's the coach. Coach of the Falcons. And I know the Falcons owners are, and it wasn't Fred Smith. Yeah. I didn't know that. When I Fred Smith's was, son is the coach. Yeah, when I talked to him, like I was kind of get trying to get him to question. He said, "No, I'm focused on the season and the Eagles with the Eagles versus the Falcons was going on there, and he should have focused on FedEx because oh my God, the Falcons are bad." Uh, Jim, there's a ton in media today. Um, uh, Warner uh, reportedly talking about licensing some shows to Netflix. Uh, Ryan Murphy reportedly leaving Netflix for Disney. And then Needham saying that uh, sentiment on Disney is really souring because people aren't sure of the strategy, who's going to be around in five years. They prefer deleveraging stories, takeout stories. No, this was a, the, the Laura Martin piece was... Uh, this is the Laura Martin piece, yeah. Needham that was, I mean, really just this is a, maybe a long-term 
that's how I'm looking at it too. I think the next quarter. I mean, I don't think Irish turned around the quarter. They prefer bad. Paramount to Disney. Did well, you just it, say it that? It was not a positive piece. Okay, it was not. My favorite line, of course, at, is just in case you're trying to figure out maybe you can't get out of Disney, which my terrible trust is. Apple could buy Disney, so I'm yeah, you know, right. okay. given the fact that's, that Microsoft couldn't yeah, buy Apple. That's not new. Oh yeah, the, uh, yeah. the antitrust regulators. Yeah, oh, eat, oh, well, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll bless that one in a heartbeat. But sure. I, do I like Warner more than Please. Disney? No, I think Disney has more optionality, but I do think that Warner has a CEO, and so they have the edge on Disney, which is looking for a CEO. I can give you a litany of challenges for all these companies. You know that. Well, linear TV. I mean, the main one being that the linear television ecosystem is declining at a more rapid rate than it had been, which, frankly, yeah. there was an expectation perhaps that things would slow. Instead, they've sped up. No, the Barclays um, piece The ad is market is not particularly great. Warner Brothers Discovery, I mean, Paramount, I mean, come on. That's where, they're, that's where they're, all their cash flow comes from at this point. That said, I think Warner Brothers Discovery is going to generate a good amount of free cash flow. They have to in the second half of this year in order to continue to be that deleveraging story that they sell hard to uh, to Wall Street. Uh, and it may happen. It may happen. Well, um, uh, David, Paramount has... Disney's uh, going to be faced with, with adding debt, potentially, when they have to buy out the stake in Hulu that they don't own from our parent company, Comcast, because it's clearer based on recent comments and what I've heard as well that um, Disney is going to buy, is going to buy what... Uh, what they don't already own of Hulu. Well, and look, um, I, I, I reiterate that, that the own. next, this is going to be, this is not the year for Disney. I know that. It's just not coming together. But maybe you cut enough costs and the new CEO's got a better hand. Cut enough costs and you sort of put a structure in place that works and you, you know, you introduce that new structure maybe in the fall and you hope for the best as the next year goes along, right? Then you, in a nutshell, then the board comes up with a new CEO that, at some point, let's there call it a year from now. There are Disney that are amazing. I mean, no one disputes the theme parks. It's crushing it. Yeah. But they could buy Bitcoin with their cash. I mean, Paramount? Champions League. Okay. okay. Uh, Jim, some consumer stuff. Lazy Boy in Winnebago. Uh, not great results. Revenue no. misses. Volume declines. Uh, both lower. Um, and then I know you mentioned yesterday Nike. Uh, today, oh. Cowan and B of A uh, just saying the streets may be prepped for a, gu a guide below. Yeah, it's interesting. I want to keep people in mind. Once again, when they report, don't take the bait. Wait for the wait for the bomb that's dropped on the guidance, which is what they'll do. Uh, the you know, distracted consumer was doing well. Now they're going back to wholesale. Uh, I just... China. China just okay. There are obviously a lot of issues with Nike, but it is... A, like many companies, it's a great company, like Disney. Nike and Disney are somewhat similar. It's like, look, buy them. Don't expect them to turn. You don't know what day they'll turn, but when they turn, they are a great American companies. Uh, I think that Starbucks, they were, the irresponsible uh, government called go, in Starbucks. You're going, through all the, you're going through all the China companies, though? Yes, Nike, right. Starbucks? Oh, you want to go there? Win. Win is the winner. Winners win. You see the stock? Uh, I quit. haven't seen it lately. It will yeah. not well, quit. This, this Macau gaming. The Macau reopening is, well, reopening. It's working. It's, I don't no. know. Nothing else is working. No, it doesn't seem to be. No. Um, all they can, all the talk about China is what new stimulus they can figure out to sort of. Yeah, then they cut rates. It doesn't seem going. to matter anymore. Uh, this is a bad day. NVIDIA is um. down seven. 
NVIDIA, what is that about? I don't know, Jim. Sometimes stocks, even NVIDIA, goes down. No, it's, it's still above a trillion so dollar market value. Now, have you ever, did okay. you ever see the show Camelot? Yes. Actually, I did. It doesn't ever snow there. Recently. But here it is. Snowflake is up just slightly off the Jensen fireside chat that's coming. Well, Adobe, which obviously took a spill last few days, uh, BMO today goes to outperform 570 um, on an AI theme. I thought that was a good piece, yeah. actually, because Adobe went to 518 when they reported and then went all the way back to 485. So you've got the benefit of a good quarter. But a lot of the stocks look like the chart of this one, which is you just can't imagine coming in now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not early to Adobe. Don't you agree? Have you, what have you been using for ChatGPT lately when you input it? I just go to AI.chat. I'm just using the last one. I haven't even signed up for four and paid my 20 bucks a month. Well, I, I went and asked, I want 10 questions for Farley. And I can tell you, and I said, you're an interesting guy. Chad is a yes man. Everything was positive. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like, it like, ask him how great he is. And how, well, it, it does come back. Great question. I mean, it does. No, they it do. Does, they it's are very great. enthusiastic. I felt bad. Two of my questions were very chat enthusiastic. questions. By the way, somebody else who's been doing that late night is, is Masa's son. I know you guys covered in part his comments at the annual meeting yesterday, but he made more as well, talking about how he's, he was very despondent, and then he started talking to ChatGPT about his business ideas for AI. And once again, sort of taking SoftBank down that that road. And, uh, you know, he had his cry and now he's in love again with ChatGPT. Thank you, Wall Street Journal, for that great headline. Uh, and I still go to Google. It, after it, it encouraged him as well. In fact, he said ChatGPT and I came up with a bunch of ideas. <laughs> and they talk every day. Yeah, they do. They talk yes, every day. Yes. Oh, that's great. No, it's, well, the chat's very supportive when you're in trouble. They don't like I said, it's a yes man. Am I great? Oh, you're the I king. I got to sit down with Masa again, I think. It's Why don't you just sit time. down with ChatGPT? It's just as good. I got to pay the 20 bucks and get four so that you can actually be more current. It has access to more, and you can upload a lot more. I things. loved when Mark Benioff, CEO of Salesforce, said, listen, it just does nothing but plagiarize. It does. It plagiarizes constantly. Yes, it is taking all the content that has ever been created to a certain extent that's available on the web and then formulating its answer so to speak. I got into chat it's like how do I get my wife to like me more? Does it understand that? It says you're the greatest you don't have to work? I don't know. Well they do say it hallucinates. Yeah what is that about? Well mushrooms? That's clear a sign is of it. Mushrooms? Yeah. Is it on mushrooms? People are talking about the mushrooms. Maybe it's on mushrooms. No. What's the matter? I don't know. What are these on? By compass? On the mushrooms? <laughs> Uh, a little soggy here at the open. Dow's down 120. Uh, most sectors are red, except for energy, up barely. Uh, check bonds as well. We'll get Powell in just about uh, 12 minutes as that testimony on the Hill begins. Uh, for the time being, you do see some. We did see some elevated yields. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. the two-year back to 475. Go, uh, Don't go away. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Well, one of the things about this market that people forget, as you mentioned, Chipotle, uh, you know, we have Canaccord saying good things about Ulta, and it's up seven. And they had a bad quarter last time. So be aware that it's not that bad a market when you can come out and have an analyst saying, look, Ulta's not doing as bad as you thought. And it goes up because there is a bullishness, a bullish tone to down and out. That, that stock's been down 100 points, boom, as well as Chipotle. Levitating. You think that you think that translates to managers who are behind? Are they going to pick up any Absol- dip? Oh, my God. I, you know, someone says, oh, I found something that is, that is not at its high. So let's buy it because I, I, you know, it's a FOMO situation. Right. 
I, look, I, there's a bullishness, bullish tone underneath. And all you got to look at is FedEx. Down 10 and now up. What does that tell you? When a misman, you woke up and there wasn't a person who hadn't written an article saying it was a bad quarter. No, it was not. It's all about the margins. But people don't know anything. I mean, there the are people telling me the guide seems somewhat conservative and they came under the street, not really because of operating, but uh, some non-operating items. That's true. Well, they're and notoriously that their conservative of, oh, guides. Yeah. That's something Fred Smith was. And ground margins, to your point, have been strong. Um, you take out $5 billion more in costs, I mean, this thing's going to fly. Yeah. It's just amazing. What a great company. So uh, how about tonight? Okay, so i got another company that just never goes down. Zscaling. And what is going on with Zscaler? Well, it's cybersecurity, which is still incredibly hot. And Jay is, Jay is fantastic. Uh, and I think that the stock is as fantastic as Jay is. It's been such a winner. And the fact that it's down a little bit from its high, again, just makes yep. it even more scrumptious. Yep. Love it. Good to have you back, Jim. God, uh, welcome to be welcome here. home. My neck's a little sore from that, you know, <laughs> that whiplash. He gave me like seven whiplashes. I was going to use the thing. I want to just freeze frame that one picture of you. The horror. Like frame it. The horror. The horror. The horror. We'll see you tonight. Mad Money. Thank you, guys. 6 p.m. Eastern time. When we come back, the Fed chair on the hill in a moment. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.